And, and you've probably seen some of them recently on TV where they've had to open the floodgates because the lake was full. And I want you to know that when they open those floodgates, that is power going out. I mean, big power, strong power, force. Is that, as they open those floodgates and the water pours out. But we were singing, open the floodgates of heaven. Hallelujah. Open those floodgates and let our power flow out. I am going to be talking this morning about uh, Pursue Love, the text for today. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1, New King James Version. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, and especially that you may prophesy. Well, um, I can t- I'm going to talk mostly about pursuing love and desiring spiritual gifts, and I doubt if I'll even get to prophesying but maybe I will. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is the chapter of love. And I'm going to be reading it out of the message simply because I like it and because some of you may not have heard this version and so it'll stir you up a little bit because it's a little bit different. The way of love, we are to pursue love. What does pursue mean? Run, search, work, pursue. Si and I have been reading a series of books by uh, author McGarty. McGarity. He, McGarity is a sheriff in New Mexico, and he, uh, he pursues criminals, let me tell you. He does it better than anybody else, and he works hard, and he uses technical things that you already know about, but he uses his mind, and he uses people to get information from, and you better not commit a crime in his territory because you'll get caught pursuit. So that's the way we're supposed to pursue love. The way of love. If I speak with human elegance and angelic ecstasies, but don't have love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak with God's word with power, revealing all the mysteries and making everything as plain as day, And if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and the mountain jumps, but I don't have love, I am nothing. If I give everything to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't have love, I have gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, what I do, I am bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. 
Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't strut. I always think of turkeys when I read that. <laughs> Love doesn't strut. Love doesn't have a swelled head. Doesn't force itself on others. Isn't always me first. Doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Hello. Doesn't revel when others grovel. Love takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. Puts up with anything. Trusts God always. Always looks for the best. Never looks back. But keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Inspired speech will overcome someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth. And what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete comes, our incompletes will be canceled. That's good news. When I was an infant at my mother's breast, I gurgled and cooed like any infant. But when I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. But it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then. We'll see it all as clearly as God sees us, knowing him directly just as he knows us. For right now, until that completeness, we have three things to do to lead us toward that consummation. Trust steadily in God. Faith. Two. Hope unswervingly. Three. Love extravagantly. And the best of these three is love. First Corinthians chapter three, thirteen. Now it's interesting to me that in the Bible, First Corinthians chapter twelve is about the gifts, and the um, chapter thirteen is about love. That's what I just read you about love. So our our lesson today is pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. And the reason for that is your gifts aren't any good at all if you don't love. Amen. And most of us, me included, from time to time, I love to have the gifts more than I want to love somebody. Yeah, I'll just be honest. <laughs> so, love. I am a big picture person, and it's really hard for me to like squish things down because there's so much. So I'm working real hard on this. Love is more than a feeling. Love is an action. Amen. 
Love is an action. If you want it to be real to anybody. <clears throat> Pause and think about that. You if you don't love people from a distance, it doesn't help them at all. Well, it might help them a little bit. But if you want to really help them, you have to get close to them. I was singing a song this morning, and I'm going to sing it for you. And then you'll know why I'm not on the worship team. <laughs> but it came to me this morning. And you, if you know it, you can sing it along with me. That will help. <laughs> what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to hear. <laughs> what the, there's just too little of love. So Pastor was interested in me teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, and, and that's what I'm going to try to do. But I wanted to introduce it with love, because the Bible tells us to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. What does desire mean? Think about it. Desire. It's all kind of desire, isn't there? Desire is to be zealous for. You've all been zealous for something, someone. You know what it means to get that feeling of zealousness for, in a good way, of course, for, of love for some person. Especially when you're, lo you're young and in love. It means to burn with the desire. To pursue ardor ardently and intently. Desire. Spiritual gifts. Sometimes we want them. Don't you want spiritual gifts? But the word says to desire him, not want him. If you really desire something, you'll go for it. You'll study it. You'll sacrifice. You will maneuver, if that's a good word, if you're thinking about it. Not manipulate. Maneuver. <laughs> Desire. Spiritual gifts. Okay. What are spiritual gifts? <sighs> Big question. Learning how to employ and use the spiritual gifts is vital because they... The gifts are the means that God has given us to nurture growth. To nurture the means that God has given us to nurture, nurture growth in our spiritual gifts and in everyone. This occurs in our congregation through edification and it goes beyond the church through evangelism. So 
Here are the nine gifts. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. Those three are revelation gifts. The word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. Then there are the power gifts, faith, gifts of healings, plural, gifts of healings, and the working of miracles. There are inspiration gifts, prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. These are the nine gifts that God says for us to desire. And especially that you may prophesy. prophesy. So, desire the gifts. The gifts are the spirit, are distributed according to the sovereign will of God. Yet they require the earnest cooperation of the recipient. It follows, therefore, that there is a danger that some who have gifts will be tempted to allow them to become dormant. Hello? I'm going to read that again. The gifts of the Spirit are distributed according to the sovereign will of God. He gives those gifts to the people that he wants them to have. And we need you and I to be obedient and sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But some of us, from time to time, and never, never really on purpose, it just sort of happens, that um, we'll allow them to become dormant. That means that we, that we won't use them. This is uh, not good. This is not good because the church needs you. The church needs the gifts that are within you because you and I, we, we are the body of Christ, are we not? We are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. And that is the way Christ is made visible to the people here in this room and to everyone that you know. Because you have flesh and blood. And Jesus uses flesh and blood to minister life to people. When he was here, he did it. When he was alive, flesh and blood. But now he's here in the power of his Holy Spirit indwelling us. You and I have the indwelling Holy Spirit. You are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. I am being redundant. I know. I am being redundant on purpose. Sometimes I don't do it on purpose, but... I am doing this on purpose. <laughs> so people that are teaching are sometimes redundant because they want you to get it. <laughs> and this is it. This is what 
It's all about pursuing love and desiring spiritual gifts. The Bible also says to stir up the gifts that are within you in 2 Timothy. Stir up the gifts that are within you. Stir, stir, stir. How do you do that? How do you stir up the gifts that are within you? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> pray. pray. All right. Yes. Sometimes pray. Pray, 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 pray. Look for opportunities. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. We have to delete. Uh, we, we need. I have a habit of saying you have to. And that's not good. Uh, try not to say that because that makes people mad sometimes. <laughs> but uh, God wants us to stir up the gifts that are within us by praying and being sensitive and being sensitive to the needs of other people and sensitive to the Holy Spirit by listening to him. And that made me think of another song. Turn your radio on. I don't know the rest of it. I remember when I was a little kid and I heard that song, I didn't know what it meant. I, mean, I thought it meant turn your radio on. But you have a radio inside of you, and it's the Holy Spirit that he's wanting you to turn on and listen. Listen, 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 listen. It's hard. Isn't it hard to listen sometimes? Amen. I mean, God likes to talk to us, but our... Dial is turned down low. We have to learn to depend upon the Holy Spirit's life in our thoughts. <laughs> Holy Spirit speaks to us quietly. That's important. When he speaks, it's almost always quiet. It's gentle. It's... Quiet. I can't think of another word. For me. He may speak to you differently, but he nudges us. He nudges us with little thoughts about, well, maybe I should do this or that. That's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Get quiet. Listen. Say, say what, God? Listen. <laughs> he has given us his indwelling presence and the spiritual gifts. And he says to faithfully exercise the gifts that have been imparted to you. Discipline yourselves continually to employ them in boldness and in love. Be strong in grace. Draw deeply on God's enabling power and energy to accomplish his purpose through you. Accomplish his purpose through you. His purpose to help someone. 
his purpose to minister someone, to encourage someone. Encourage, encourage, encourage. Everyone needs to be encouraged. And they need the body of Christ to encourage them, to touch them, to speak to them, to smile at them, to not give them the finger when you're driving down the street. (laughs) Just just let them be because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. So the purpose of the spirit of the spirit gifts of the spirit are to manifest the body of Christ on earth. That's it in the nutshell. To manifest the body of Christ on earth. To to manifest means to to make known. Hello, make known. <laughs> Do you make known? Jesus Christ as you're driving down the road being angry at people that are driving too slow. (laughs) I won't point any fingers, but (laughs) But we all all have our pet peeves and so uh, just give it to God. Don't, if, if you have a pet peeve and you see somebody doing something that, that just is, aggravates the heck out of you, just say it. Just turn it over to God because you don't need to have a pet peeve. You're not manifesting the body of Christ whenever you do that. So, so to manifest the body of Christ, the, the gifts of the Spirit. All right, like I said, I'm not teaching on exactly what each gift does. But I want you to know you have the gifts and you need to recognize them. And if you don't, study 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. That's all you need to, and ask God to show you. And, and he will. So the other uh, purpose is to assist in the evangelism of the world. The Great Commission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Well, we, this world right here, in this room, we need the gospel. And the people out there, you all know, in your beauty shops and your workplaces, they need you too. They need your gifts. And, and your gifts can begin to operate when you start listening. The gifts are also to edify the church. So I'm teaching you today. I'm edifying the church. I'm building you up. I'm encouraging you. Edify, that's what the edify means. So each of you, and we have our worship team that edifies us, and we have our sound teams that plugs me in and so, I, so you can hear me, and our Sunday school teachers, and people that... that there's people in this church that are working all the time behind the scenes. And, and uh, that's good. That's really good that they are. <laughs> to, to edit. But, well, I mean, we need, we, we need to help each other, to edify each other and build each other up, don't we? Number four is the deliverance, that the gifts are for the deliverance of God's people. All the gifts of the Spirit may serve at times to effect a supernatural deliverance for the people of God. 
Okay, well that's, uh, I wrote that down from somewhere, but uh, I'm gonna say what, tell you what I think it means. The gifts of the Spirit may serve at times so we can use the gifts of the spirits to affect deliverance for people, supernatural deliverance from, uh, from demonic spirits to uh, just the deliverance of thoughts and bad habits and misunderstandings. If we have, if we have love and patience and long-suffering, do you know what patience is just, uh, long-suffering is patience. It's the ability to keep cool when all around you are, people are losing their cool. That's what, that's what patience is. That's what long-suffering is. This is a gift. If you have the gift of long-suffering, God bless you. But you use that gift to help people that don't to be delivered and healed and made free. There's a lot of uh, discerning of spirits and, and sometimes you just pick up on things that you know aren't right. You've probably done that from time to time. So, uh, I don't know about that. Somebody said something. Also, there is the, there is the uh, what's that word, gossip? Discerning of spirits. When you hear gossip, discern that that's not God. <laughs> and just don't listen. Put a stop to it. Just say, I'm sorry. Let's go talk to them about that. And we'll get this straightened out. <clears throat> Deliverance for the people of God. The gifts of the Holy Spirit. We all need deliverance from time to time. From attitudes. And, and sometimes we're just tired and we need a hand up. And the gifts of the Spirit. Of this love and joy and patience and peace. Can help pull us up out of the pit that we're in. Some of you have experienced that from some of the people here in this church. You've been in a pit. Well, we all get down sometimes, and you need, it's, it's good to be able to actually um, go and uh, talk to somebody and say, hey, help me, and we're here. We're here to help. The gifts are for the perfecting of the church, which I've really already talked about. And um, so that's the purpose of the gifts. I'm going to talk a little bit about tongues because I know a little bit about it. And it is a something that a lot of people don't. Well, the gift of tongues can come to you when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will come up on you and you may and you're able to speak in tongues. Now, we don't see that very much here in our church, but we could. Now, so there's two different types of, there's two main things that tongues is used for. And in the church, there's tongues in the church, and there's tongues for your prayer life. 
two very distinct and different things. So if from time to time, someone in the church will speak out in tongues under the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Now, those of us that have tongues, you need to understand this, it's always there. From, I could begin to speak in tongues right now. See, it's always there. But that was not a prophetic utterance. It was just me speaking in tongues. I use my tongue every day to pray. But I'm talking about in church. So someone might speak out in, in tongues. They may be led by the Spirit to speak in tongues. And then it says in the Bible that if you do not know how to, the, the person that speaks in tongues, if they don't know how to interpret, they should keep silent. But if they know that there are other people in the church that can interpret, then they go ahead and say. They speak out in tongues, and then another person will interpret what they say. They see, that's, those are two things, two gifts of the Spirit. Different kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. So that is the use of tongues in the church. Someone speaks in turn, someone interprets what is said, and what is said is prophecy or encouragement of some kind or a forth telling. So that's the use of it in the church. But the other use of it is praying in the spirit. And praying in the spirit is, just, is praying in tongues. And when you pray in tongues, you do not know what you're... Now, from time to time... I will say, God, this is such a mess. I'm in this hole, this pit, and I need your help. And I begin to pray in tongues. Or I'm looking at a certain situation that needs help from the God, and I don't know how to pray for it. The Bible says you pray with your understanding, and you pray in the Spirit. So you pray along as long as you can, help this person, minister to this person, show them this or that or whatever. And when you've reached the end of your understanding, you can begin to pray in tongues. It's an awesome gift. I highly recommend it. Praying in tongues. I don't know what else to say about it. Except that it's good. Do not, somewhere else it says, do not despise spiritual gifts. And if you don't have a a prayer language, get it. You know how you get it? You ask for it. Ask Holy Spirit. I received mine in a prayer group many years ago. And uh, with, with a group, a small group of women. And uh, they laid hands on me and prayed for me to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I did. And I began to take, speak in tongues. And that was a long time ago. And I love it. It is a wonderful prayer gifts. And these are called inspiration gifts. All right. So the church 
is the body of Christ. I've already said that. And without the gifts of the Spirit manifested in the church, we will never fulfill our destiny. We must love other people. We must stir up the gifts that are within us by praying in the Holy Spirit. Backing up just a little bit about when Jesus was uh, on the earth, he could only be in one location at a time. But now that the Spirit is poured out, it's, it's possible for him to be manifest, to manifest himself through an unlimited number of believers. And, this, and then the ministry is multiplied. If, if Jesus, Jesus was just one person, but in this mysterious, great and grand way, he knew, he figured out a way to be manifest all over the world, even today, through his people, the body of Christ. We are all a part of the body of Christ. How awesome is that? Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things and hold fast that which is good. Jesus has sent his comforter to us. He has sent his spirit to us. And what he wants us to do is pursue love. Pursue love. And desire spiritual gifts. And before I close, I want to tell you that almost everything I've said today came out of the notes of my Bible. And my Bible is a, a New King James Bible, and it's called the Spirit Filled Life Bible. So all of the no, it's 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 a wonderful if you are a charismatic Christian. And, and enjoy the gifts of the Holy Spirit and want to know, by, know more about them. Because all of the notes recognize that there is power in uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so I just wanted to let you know there is a book available, the Bible, the, the Spirit-Filled Life Bible, that can help you understand uh, the spiritual gifts on a higher level and we all need to be moving up the steps to another level in our uh, understanding of God the Holy Spirit and in the walk that we have and that he is giving us to us so that we can walk in the spirit understanding what love is and understanding that love is the principal thing and that if you, if you try to minister the gifts of the Holy Spirit without love, you will look stupid. <laughs> don't try, okay? <laughs> don't, don't try to uh, fake it, okay? It, it doesn't work.
Stir up the gifts that are within you. Pursue love. Desire spiritual gifts. And especially that you may prophesy because prophesy is really a good thing. It builds you up. But I'll let Mary teach on that because... because. <laughs> Just remember, you are the body of Christ. Love one another. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Have a wonderful day.